0: Welcome to the Paranormal News Insider for the week of March 17th, 2020, and this is officially episode number 429, and this is your host, Dr. Brian D. Parsons, or is it uh, Dr. O'Brien this week? Uh, I don't know. And we are live on the Paranormal King radio network at ParanormalKing.com. Yes, it's St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day. It really doesn't feel like it though, does it? You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, there's no bars open in Ireland. And uh, where I'm sitting either. Either. Ohio, for that matter. Uh, just, yeah, it just doesn't feel like it. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's no parades. At least where I'm at. I don't know about you guys. But, um, yeah, it's it's a little scary. It's getting a little scary out there. And, you know, we've talked about it here on the show about things Ramping up and and life having to change. Well, it's uh, happened pretty quick here, especially in the state of Ohio, where we went from last week, last Monday, from uh, three confirmed cases all the way to uh, 67 this morning, I believe it was. So things are ramping up here in Ohio. Everything's closed down, except for grocery stores, where hundreds... If not thousands of people are gathering on a daily basis to buy toilet paper and uh, f- every food item in sight. It's it's insane. I've never seen this. I've worked in retail for a long, long time. I've never seen anything like this even close. Um, any kind of panic of people buying things. So uh, I don't know when it will end. It's gone on about a week here in Ohio since people have ramped up their buying Uh, And the rampage see a little bit of a slowdown, but it's hard to tell because the Walmarts are running out of things. So you don't know if, um, you know, if it's because of sales are down because of uh, um, lack of product. But uh, then again, sales are are still increased over the the prior years. So uh, Walmart's carrying the load here pretty much. And uh, in, in this part of the state, I'm sure Kroger and uh, other uh, grocery stores are carrying the weight in other places, and it's just it's just insane, and it's uh, really scary because there's sick people, more than likely, coming through these stores in close contact with the people that work there, and as well as other people that are shopping in the store, and uh, you know I'm sure. You guys are all following this stuff. Uh, a lot of people are scared out of their minds. A lot of people are out of work. Uh, a lot of people are losing things. Uh, a lot of people have to shut down their businesses. It's not, it's not good. And yes, definitely the the hospital, you know, medical care people. Uh, I'm sure they're freaking out. Um, supplies are, are limited because people were hoarding masks and still are hoarding masks. There's a lot of people here in Ohio that are running around wearing masks that they don't even need them, really. They just do it uh, for whatever. I don't know. Because they're fearful. Nobody wants to get sick. Um, but this isn't a medical show. This is a paranormal show. But, uh, I mean, this has really gripped us. And there's, there's no escaping it. You know, we can kind of tiptoe around it the last few weeks. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's really hit home for me here in Ohio with uh, pretty much a shutdown. It's almost like martial law to... A lesser extent, but uh, pretty pretty darn close. You can't go and sit down at a restaurant or a bar here in Ohio anymore for the next few weeks. Uh, all sports are shut down, which is horrible, horrible. Uh, and in my uh, yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah, and uh, yeah, voting got shut down here in Ohio. It, it was really weird too because it was going back and forth even until the late hours last night about whether or not. We're going to be able to vote here in Ohio, and it was just—it was dizzying to to watch these conversations. A, a judge said, "You can't stop it; it's got to go on." Uh, the the uh, governor wanted to halt it. I mean, for I mean, for silly sakes, you got so much going on. We're we're asking people to hunker down, and yet we're going to go out in public and vote. So, I mean, you think about it that way. So if we're telling people not to gather in groups, 50 or less, so now it's 10 or less, according to the CDC, and we're, just, we're closing down places for people to gather, but yet the polls are open, we're basically telling people not to go out and vote. And we don't want that. That's that's the beginning of the end here in the United States we reach that point. So a uh, good call for the uh, the governor to basically call a health emergency. I mean, that's what you got to do and uh, it's it's sad that the it's it's kind of scary. You think about the states are kind of revolting against the federal government right now. I think we've seen that before. Years ago. Well, maybe not all of us. I don't think anybody was around, but you know what I mean. There's a little bit of revolution and revolt going on slowly. Uh, but we'll see how things ramp up. It's it could get a lot scarier. If you can imagine that. I mean, my goodness not seeing any toilet paper on the shelves that's pretty scary to some people but uh, i'm telling you it's uh it could get a lot worse but what about the paranormal you know what's going on the paranormal you know we've talked about the last couple of weeks how you know a little bit of stuff is being affected by this whole coronavirus the the covid uh, 19 thing going on or uh SARS-CoV-2, whatever it's called this week. I don't know. It's hard to keep up. Um, but now it's it's full, slamming heavy into the paranormal. It's it's wreaking havoc. Uh, I was late getting into the, to the chat room tonight, getting ready for the show. Uh, I was busy on the website changing things because uh, since last night, there's been a handful of, of events that have officially canceled or changed. And I'm going to go through some of that here for you. Uh, just because it's just really to talk about it to show just how dramatically life is being upset. It's, it's it's in the paranormal. It's reaching the paranormal, and you know we we did touch a little bit on it last week. But the obviously the coronavirus has certainly evolved. At least again for me here in Ohio, it's changed a lot since last week. Um, but yeah, pretty much pretty much everything has has been. Changed in the last week. Shopping, eating to some certain extent has changed uh, all across the United States. Things are canceled left and right. Uh, Baseball officially shut down for a while. And uh, NBA, that was a scary situation with players uh, basically coming, you know, being tested for this game day. So that's all shut down. You know, hockey shut down. It's just, it's insane what's happening. Uh, but uh, as far as the Paranormal Conference and Convention calendar, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff as well that's being canceled or and or postponed. So with the uh, Paranormal Conference calendar, I did add a few events. Uh, the Van Meter Visitor Festival taking place September 26th in Van Meter, Iowa. That should be safe, I would hope, September 26th Uh, Bigfoot Days, I just added this, was to take place April 17th and the 18th in Estes Park, Colorado. Also, just added the Suicide Awareness Event at Ashmore Estates in Ashmore, Illinois. That was also to take place uh, the weekend of the uh, April 17th, but all all the way through the 19th. But both of these events, the Bigfoot Days event and the Suicide Awareness Events in mid-April, yes, a month away, have been officially canceled. Yeah, so the big thing about these events this year, uh, it's hard enough to put on one of these things. I did it a, a few years ago, a couple years ago. Was it two years ago? I don't remember. lot's happened. You know, it's, it's making sure that everything is, all your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed and not your eyes crossed and your T's dotted. But uh, a lot of details, a lot of work goes into these things. And then you have something like this. It's outside of your control. Something in in society that's happening. You never would think of that. You never would plan for that. And I I can not imagine how horrible it would be to have all this stuff going on. Trying to plan one of these events. Having people booked to show up and people paying money to come to this event. Then all of a sudden having to scrap it. Or being told you had to scrap it. Um, So, yeah. March severely affected, and April also starting to be or pretty heavily affected by this. People are making the decision ahead of time. Hey, you know what? Let's not even take a chance. Let's uh, let's just cancel these things now, which is great. Uh, I think it's it's smart. You know, things could clear out, things could be better in a month from now. But uh, you know what? I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't gamble on that. I wouldn't bet on that at all. I'm not a gambling man anyway. But still, wouldn't. Test those waters, especially when it's dealing with money and and a lot of other things going on. Uh, state of emergency here in Ohio and pretty much the uh, not the United States in the last week, and it's officially a pandemic. I think that's also since last week. So lots a lot has changed since last week, last Tuesday. Geez, a lot of things. Uh, so this provi- this provides a, a lot of barriers and created a lot of issues for these events. Uh, Last weekend, the Gift of Light Expo in Columbus, Ohio, was canceled here in Ohio uh, due to Ohio not allowed to have groups of uh, gatherings of over 100 people. And even that's changed. Uh, Went down to 50. Now it's pretty much down to 10. And uh, restaurants and bars closed to inside traffic. So you can't go into McDonald's. And uh, milk that coffee all day long. Uh, you can't even go in the subway and, and sit down in, in one of the four booths that they have. You're out. You, you can go into a restaurant, pick up food, and go. But, uh, yeah, everything's ca- uh, closed. It's, it's really crazy. Uh, luckily, my wife and I were out eating over the weekend, Sunday. And we didn't know this was happening. And so that was probably pretty much our last meal. And a sit-down restaurant, sit-down environment. Granted, we went out, grabbed pizza. The following day but uh you know it's it's just weird to think that you can't sit down at a restaurant right now for at least a couple of weeks if not longer weird um yeah and the gift of light they they went through a lot of stuff i think they had to get a court order to cancel the event to be able to refund people it, it's it's just a mess it's a, it's a it's an absolute mess right now um Phenomenology 2020, one of the most advertised events in the paranormal, especially on Facebook. That's all over the place. Uh, They've announced that their late March event has been postponed, not canceled, postponed. Uh, I've not checked on that today, but I did check over the weekend uh, to bring you that information. I don't know if there's been a make-up date yet announced. I've been looking at all these events. Trying to keep up with everything, and it's just it's just overwhelming how much has changed, even in the last 24 hours. Uh, the Oregon Ghost Conference, scheduled for March 27th through the 29th in Seaside, Oregon, has been canceled again due to state government mandates of the amount of people allowed to gather. Uh, the same is true for the New England Parafest 2020 that was to take place April 4th and the 5th in Kittery, Maine, canceled. Southwest Paranormal. And UFO convention on March 28th in Fort Myers, Florida. This is a confusing one. Uh, Still planning to take place as of two days ago. I didn't see anything pop up today. I checked uh, prior to coming on the show. I didn't see any changes. Uh, So they look like they're going ahead with their event. Uh, I know they've uh, put together goodie bags with uh, hand sanitizer and, and different things. And they're passing out information about how to... Uh be safe during these scary times. How to wash your hands? Probably too. Twenty seconds. Sing Happy Birthday to yourself. Could be anybody, you know, but uh, it's more special when it's yourself. Um, that's crazy. We're learning how to wash our hands here in the United States. I mean, what's next? Numbers and colors? I don't know. Uh, the let's see. Well, I don't know this Fort Myers thing. It's really bugging me i mean you would think that with things changing so quickly i don't know about florida i know florida was having some problems i don't know if they've done anything else uh you know rumor has it and i'm not a big conspiracy theory guy but i've heard it from a lot of different sources rumor has it that the the government's going to be locking things down as early as tonight so i don't know i'm just saying you probably heard the same thing a little spooky i've heard it from different sources i don't know But if that does happen, this event probably will more than likely be canceled. I think they should really think about that, at least postponement. Uh, The Edinburgh UFO Festival has been rescheduled due to the COVID-19 concerns. So instead of taking place in early April, it's moved to August 13th through the 15th. Uh, It's the Edinburgh UFO Festival in Edinburgh, Texas. The Ozark Mountain UFO Conference has been rescheduled to July 24th through the 26th in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Smart of them. The Haunted Savannah Paracon, taking place April 17th and 18th, uh, has communicated that they're discussing with the hotel where the event is taking place uh, what measures they should be taking. and It's still in limbo from the last I saw on their Facebook page. Uh, they are considering canceling the event, but they're monitoring the situation to make a more informed decision as the calendar flips to April. But uh, I think that hand is steadily wavering over that panic button. Uh, Another perplexing event, the MUFON Cruise, which is set – I mean, yeah, cruise. Love cruises. Love going on cruises. Right now, you couldn't pay me to go on a cruise ship. No way. Uh, this is uh, set to take place April 19th through the twenty sixth aboard Royal Car- uh, Caribbean's uh, Harmony of the Seas. That uh, is sold out. the event is sold out, but uh, I know you can still get um, I know you can still get on the ship. So that is uh, I don't know why you'd want to do that. but anyway, uh, despite the cruise industry's decision to suspend operation for 30 days, Pretty much just announced. Uh, this event is is actually just outside of that. Did um, I get the dates wrong? It's got to be March 19th. I'm pretty sure that's March 19th. Uh, no, it's April April 19th, 26th. So, yeah, I, I guess that would be reopened by then. So, yeah. So, if it goes on any longer, that's going to be shut out. But uh, I did mention last that last week about Royal Caribbean, so they've instituted a 48-hour cancellation clause until the end of June. So if you decide to cancel a cruise through that time frame, you can do so and be offered a full credit that is good until the end of 2021. But uh, yeah, I mean cruises are okay. You just got to know you got to know what you're doing. And, and what's funny about all this is is um, I mean I worked in fast food a long time ago so I already knew about food safety and, and washing your hands and how to wash your hands and how to be um, safe around all this stuff but uh, being on a cruise ship you're you're hyper aware of what you're touching and touching your face and getting potentially getting sick and what other people are doing and so if you've ever been on a cruise you, you kind of I mean you don't let it dissuade you from having fun or anything but you' you're a little you're a more aware of things like that than normal era when you're going to the buffet at home, when I mean, you're sticking your finger in the chocolate fountain. I mean, who cares, right? Uh, the Nebraska Bigfoot Conference has uh, also been postponed, and that was just in the last few days. I think uh, probably yesterday, maybe. Now it's going to take place, uh, or was going to be taking place, April seventeenth and the eighteenth. Have no idea when that's going to be made up, as of yet. Uh, but all of these changes I just said I have was working on on the website uh, at paranewsinsider.com. And I uh, click on the events tab there at the top, and I've tried to keep up with some of these, most of these changes. And granted, I don't have access. I don't have all of the events, paranormal conferences and conventions that are happening all over the place. I'm sure there's a lot more on the list, but I've done my my best to show the changes and the postponements uh, cancellations and and whatnot, uh, on this uh, calendar. It's it's devastating to see an amount of events that are canceled. There's a lot, uh, and the ghost field, UFO field, cryptid field. It's it's everywhere, and uh, it's pretty sad. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're planning on going to any of these events, you, you're going to want to check and make sure that uh, I mean, every day, pretty much between now and whatever that event is, things could change. And uh, I would say events in April are pretty much in standby mode. You've obviously heard me talking about ones that are a month away. So 30 days away are already getting canceled. So obviously keep an eye on anything that's late April that you're going to, uh, paranormal-wise or otherwise, really. Uh, A lot of people are thinking that things are going to be back to normal by then. But uh, personally, I don't think so. I think we're going to be well into May Before things are lifted. Granted it it all depends on on the old bell curve. right? And uh, yeah I don't know. We'll see. Maybe toward the end of April. We can hope. But uh, like I said. Things things seem to change by the hour at this point right now. So we're going to have to wait and see. I mean announcements are being made all over the place. And um, you never know. So if you're planning on going to any of these events. Be sure to know the cancellation policy. Especially before signing up. Even one's in September, October. I'm telling you, uh, this is not the year to make plans at all for pretty much anything. That's uh, even a few months out. Five, six months out. But yeah, know the cancellation policy. A lot of these events have a no cancellation policy. Because they need that money for putting on these events. A lot of them, uh, especially like mine. I didn't make any money from mine when I did mine. I just My goal was was to break even from what I bought and uh, what I did for the event and what I paid for it and everything else, uh, so these people could stand to lose a lot of money, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are losing a lot of money with uh, a lot of things that are going on. So, yeah, this we're, it's not exempt with the paranormal stuff. So, for most of these companies, individuals putting on these events, it's I mean it's out of their control if these events get canceled at this point but uh, again know the policy and and get a hold of whoever you got to get a hold of know who you can talk to about that and uh yes uh in the chat room uh bill brings up a very solid point that's why you buy tickets at the door totally totally agree with that but some of them you can't and some of them jack the prices up so add to each his own as far as any of these conferences conventions are, are concerned you know There's a a lot more and more of these that are run by professional organizations, although that doesn't, I guess that doesn't mean much. Um, But uh, yeah, not a good year for travel, not a good year for going to events like this. And yeah, it's not going to be a good time for uh, a lot of these TV shows. So I never really was a Supernatural fan, the TV show Supernatural, Uh, but I finally got into it. uh, I think last year, early last year, late the year before that, I guess, and made my way through all these seasons, and was going to start watching this season live. Now all of a sudden, it's it's delayed. A lot of shows are now delayed. They're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe now, with uh, new movies supposed to be on uh, what in May, early May. I'm afraid to say the name. I don't want to get sued, but uh, that's supposed to start. Now it's going to get delayed. It's gonna mess up the whole continuation of the MCU. Crazy stuff, but uh, yeah, it's messing up TV. It's it's messing up movies. I mean, if you're a, uh, a Frozen Two fan, I guess you you kind of made out with that one. And uh, yeah, one of my favorite memes is uh, Has anyone tried unplugging 2020, waiting 10 seconds, and then plugging it back in? I don't know what's it's it's just insane. Uh, especially how fast all this is unraveled. I mean, we knew it was coming. We should have known it was coming. But, uh, yeah, again, to wrap up that, uh, check out the events listing. I've done my best to update it. If you know of stuff that's uh, changing dates, I mean, canceled is canceled. But if you know ones that are rescheduled that I didn't catch or that uh, you, you know of, or even events that I missed completely, uh, let me know. You can email me at insider at paranewsinsider.com. You can go to the paranewsinsider.com website. I also have a, a little form there you can fill out and send me mail. You can complain about how long I talk about conferences, conventions, or whatever you want to. You can tell me I'm doing a fantastic job, and this is your favorite, favorite paranormal podcast that's on Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Man, I would love that. That would be great. And um Yeah, there's actually some paranormal news, believe it or not. We have some cryptid news out there. Bigfoot is back. Yes, Bigfoot is uh, wherever he was at or she was at or it was at. uh, It's back. So I I can admit to you, paranormal news, it's been really slim pickings. I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty hard to put together a decent show at all. Hopefully the shows have been really good. I don't know. From my for kind of from my vantage point, some of the sh- last few shows not my best work, but it's a lot of it's not my fault because you know I'm I'm basically putting a lot of this show together uh, tonight, before the show uh, after work and Monday nights because there's not a whole lot of good stories. But uh, this week we do have a bigfoot story to share with you, and this one comes from Alberta, Canada. I guess it's snowing up there. There's a lot of snow in the in the videos. Uh, there's an oil-filled worker who was out working while his dash cam was running, of course, insurance stuff, um, probably to keep him out of trouble as well from his employer. I don't know. Uh, well, of course, you see uh, this guy standing there. His radio is playing in the background. He uh, moves through the scene. He goes, sits in his truck, gets a phone call. And then he decides to pull away, drives, backs his truck up, and he drives away. Well, during this moving up the truck, we see a scary-looking Bigfoot standing there in the woods. But, of course, as these videos go, uh, he didn't see it when he shot the video. Of course, that's how it always happens. It's a giant seven, eight-foot-tall creature. 300 plus pounds right there literally probably 30 feet away judging by how quickly he walked from uh the one area to his truck and the distance behind it just kind of guesstimating there's really nothing to really uh, get a true reading on it but um yeah maybe 30 40 feet he never saw it until later on Look at through video um, then He decided to go back to the scene of the sighting, and he did a second video where he actually was trouncing, trouncing—is that a word? Trouncing? Maybe that's what I was trying to say. Uh, Through the woods, through the snow, looking for evidence of this Bigfoot, or or would it be Sasquatch in this area? It's not quite British Columbia; it's pretty close to British Columbia. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Bigfoot, Sasquatch. I guess it doesn't matter. He's not going to get mad. Or she is not a good man. But uh, he didn't see Bigfoot. No Bigfoot in the video. I'm sure somebody will find it, though. They'll find some kind of thing. And he just kind of trounced around there in the snow. You know, the old, oh my goodness, oh my gosh kind of things and pointing at things. Uh, We did see some flattened brush. I don't know if it's flattened because of the snow or maybe he was trounced around or... A deer or a Bigfoot, for that matter. I don't know. And he also shows on the video what appear to be large prints in the snow. But nothing discernible as a actual footprint. Just indentations in the ground. I mean, for me, I was a little let down. Because I, I would have liked to have seen him just go to the same location. And back up again to see if there was actually a tree there. Because that's really what I think it was. Personally, I just think it was a tree. So there's a dark object that many are claiming to be a Bigfoot. And yeah, to me, it looks like just a dark tree, you know, a big stump, or just part of a tree. Uh, as there is heavy snow in the area and snow is coming down during the video, it's pretty odd that the purported Bigfoot is covered in snow. And you would think, well, if it's still snowing, why would it be hard to believe that, that it's covered in snow? Um, But it seems like it's an object that was standing still for days, hours, maybe even years at this point because, I mean, what creature just allows snow to congregate all over its body, especially a bipedal creature? It just didn't look right. Uh, The footprints are also not clear, and we really have little idea of what's going on in the video at all. Either one of the videos, really, for that matter. He, You don't even know where he's at in the second video. he's, You know, he's following up. He's probably in that same area. But really, all we had to do was to see where the truck was, where he originally was at. Because I, I think that would have kind of cleared things up a little bit. If there wasn't the tree there, then I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, but if there was a tree there, we would see it. And we'd be able to match that up and say, hey, good call great for getting excited cool video but yeah not not a Bigfoot uh, but here's the big butt sure Bigfoot's got a big butt but anyway to make things even more crazy or maybe believable or whatever I uh, during the video, so during this first video, this somebody else got a hold of this, I guess, and uh, posted it onto their YouTube channel. Monetized it, of course. So there's commercials. Uh, they claim that just last December, there was another claim uh, that somebody saw a Bigfoot similar to this description. It was looked like it was holding a baby, which some people have said that that's what they see. In this video, a Bigfoot holding a little Bigfoot baby. Would that be a little foot? Oh, wait, isn't that? Is that a cartoon? Littlefoot? Anyway, uh, the sighting purportedly happened about 25 to 30 miles away. So I guess this Bigfoot in, in the last uh, three months showed about 10 miles a month to this area, give or take. Uh, this claim means that this new video must be true. It has to be true without a shadow of a doubt because, hey, somebody else saw one pretty close to that area. So shut, shut case. It's done chalk it up. True Bigfoot sighting. No, I don't believe that. I'm not saying I believe that. No, absolutely not. Not to me. I'm also not convinced. Now, I'm not calling this guy out. I'm not saying he's a liar. He's a hoaxer. I don't think this was a deliberate hoax attempt. It might be. Might be, but I wouldn't doubt it if it wasn't. This person genuinely believes that they saw something and that they saw Signs of a Bigfoot in the woods. Um, I mean, some people can get really excited about a potential sighting like this and get caught up in the story. It's it's quite possible. And yes, of course, it also could be possible that this is just uh, complete horse manure and it's just made up. So, yeah. And, well, one story, it's not really a story. It's just kind of uh, to mention this. And I'll be posting... Uh, all the stuff I'm talking about here tonight, I'll be posting links through the rest of the week through my socials, my social media outlets, that is, uh, Facebook and Twitter. So, facebook.com forward slash Paranews Insider, as well as Twitter, which is at Paranews Insider. And I know everybody has their, their favorite choice. Some like Facebook, some hate Facebook, some love Twitter, some think Twitter is a waste of uh, characters. I get it. We all have our own favorite social media platform. Uh, Maybe not between the two anymore. I don't know. These are getting outdated pretty much. But um, when I put one out through, I do it through Facebook and then it goes out through Twitter. So don't fear if you you have one or the other, you'll be able to get the links and all the information about the week for the show. So after the show, uh, pretty much starting tomorrow, I start uh, pretty much at the top of the list and work my way down with all the links and information. And when I occasionally have time. Maybe I'll blog about things. Probably not going to happen this week. Got my hands full. But. yeah, All these links uh, I pump out. So, so you can see and hear them. And sometimes it's not the ones. That maybe you come across. If you're looking at some of the bigger. Paranormal news uh, websites. And things like that. Such as the anomalous. Or unexplained mysteries. Uh, so they may be different links. Than what you're. You've already seen. So it gives you a a different perspective on these stories. I like to go to the original source of a lot of these. That's just how I am. Because sometimes things get lost in translation. Things get twisted. yeah, Believe it or not. Uh, But then again, also, sometimes other people follow up on these things and add a lot more detail. So it depends on that piece. But anyway, exciting news. It's hard to say that. Really, did I sound enthusiastic when I said that? Exciting news, Uh, but I think it's exciting in all this world of viruses and death and counting how many people are sick and almost two hundred thousand. It's insane. It's probably over two hundred thousand now, right? Um, And all of this—a small video—is lost. A one-minute, nine-second video change your life. Put a smile on your face. It's not funny, but it's 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 also kind of sad actually when you think about it. Uh, and that's of course about the thylacine, Tasmanian tiger. So a 1 minute 9 second video has surfaced of footage at the Bomaris Zoo. It's so way back when, it's old footage, black and white stuff, early 1900s. Uh, Never-before-seen footage, well, at least public footage. Now, in it, we see a monkey, we see some bears, but there's also now brand-new, never-before-seen public footage of a thylacine or Tasmanian tiger, which, of course, we've talked about uh, on the show a lot over the years. Uh, They died out, officially died out in captivity back in uh, 1936, so... Don't have them anymore, Uh, but rumors persist that they are out there in the wild in Tasmania as well as mainland Australia. Although mainland Australia, pretty much, they disappeared off the the record. The fossil record says about 100,000 years ago. That's a long time. The people are saying that they see them. So I'm holding out hope. That's one of those those, um, cryptids that you really are rooting for. And... Uh, if you've seen the videos of the uh, of the previous Tasmanian tigers, you see uh, they yawn, they're walking around, they're wagging their tails. Um, I think there's one where one sits down or or like kind of stands up a little bit. Uh, but in this new video, we see some some a little bit of activity that we've never seen before. Kind of hopping around, jumping around. Uh, it's interesting to see new, you know, new movement out of this creature, and it's to me it was really neat to see it, and it was kind of an awe for a second because it's, you know, you may never get a chance to see these creatures again, and um, I know they have talked for years about uh, potentially trying to clone this creature, but uh, problem is you don't have a close enough relative to to inseminate a creature, to give birth to this thing to where it's going to be anything like what it was. So we can try, we could try, but, uh, I still, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people. Like it's, it's never going to be the same thing. You know, I love Jurassic park and all that, but those aren't dinosaurs. They're genetically modified creatures. Uh, but never trust, uh, never trust, uh, science to do that. I mean, every single time we clone something like that, it turns out bad, but it, who knows? In the future, we may be able to uh, create one of these in, in a little, uh, little thing, and, and maybe it'll be all right. I mean, I'd love to see one of these things, but rather see one come out of the wild, to be honest. Anyway, UFO news this week. We do have some news in there with the UFO arena. Uh, circus, I guess, is kind of what it is lately. Uh, the To The Stars Academy is back in the news again, but it's not like they did really anything major to get there. Uh, Headlines about the group state that the U.S. Army is refusing to release records about the organization even through the Freedom of Information Act. Well, what good is that then? What good is that? Uh, The U.S. Army is working with Tom DeLonge's organization because what is rumored to be exotic materials in the group's possession uh, the To the Stars Academy issued a press release back in October of last year to make the announcement. The press release uh, announced that uh, the press release announced that they had formed an agreement with the u s. Army Combat Capabilities Development Command, Of course, the ccDC, if you're writing these things down at home, uh, to quote, advance material and technology innovations, unquote. Uh, This collaboration is called a Cooperative Research and Development Agreement, or CRADA, again, if you're uh, taking notes at home, C-R-A-D-A. is everything got to be an acronym? John Greenwald of the Black Vault attempted to obtain records relating to just what the deal actually is between the Army and the TTSA, but, according to Greenwald, The research and reports are exempt from the Freedom of Information Act. Per Army Regulation 70-57, whatever that means, uh, Greenwald instead used keywords to the STARS and TTSA. In relation to all records and emails related to Dr. Joseph Cannon of U.S. Army Futures Command, who is known to be working within the agreement, uh, the Army responded that there were 29 documents, but they were not going to release these records, as they were exempt from the request. Uh, motherboard reached out to uh, Doug. Hello, Helio. Hello, Heliox. I don't know how to pronounce that. Hello, hello. Uh, a spokesperson for the U.S. I'm telling you, it's weird. H a l l e a u x. How would you pronounce that? Heliox. Helio. 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 Must be French. Uh, a spokesperson for the U.S. Army Combat Capabilities Development and Command Ground Vehicle Systems Center—that's too many words—who uh, said the documents related to the TTSA would be classified as "quote, trade secrets and commercial or financial information that are privileged or confidential," unquote. So we know we have the information but we can't tell you because it's trade secrets. So the big hush-hush here, uh, some people are trying to make it out about it's the secret UFO technology, but it's not. It basically boils down to intellectual property as well as finances behind the deal. So, you know, what, who's going to make what, how much from from information or uh, the research and everything, as well as the actual inf- the technology there. So, um, uh, not about ufo stuff people are making a big deal about about that but the to the stars academy signed a five-year deal last year purportedly based on this uh, so-called metamaterials so materials that don't exist in nature that we know of or that we have categorized here on planet earth thus far and uh with these metamaterials, the U.S. Army would like to do a little bit of research into a variety of projects. Of course, we're not privy to that. But we'll see. Again, it's just the first of five years. We'll see if anything unfolds about this this whole metamaterials. I'm sure we've not heard the last of this. But uh, also what the U.S. Army wants. Really weird. Um, I don't know. I don't have a clue. I, I don't know... You know, we've talked about the meta materials here on the show, and it's pretty much uh, looks to be kind of, uh, I guess you'd say, a hoax. But if you know, if the army is working with them, then there's money exchange for materials that are common or materials that were created from uh, industrial processes, as we've talked about here. So I don't know; it's just kind of an odd thing that uh, makes a lot of people think that it's it validates Tom DeLong's and the To the Stars Academy's claims about potential alien material, but uh, you know I, we'll have to we'll have to see. We will have to see, and that brings us to ghost news and a rather shameful story this week. Uh, but uh, it's kind of, you know, this is one of those stories that I normally would just kind of sidestep, not really want to talk about. But it's it's actually gained uh, quite, a, quite a bit of momentum, a sizable bit of momentum. And it deals with all kind of ghosts. Uh, I put it in the other news section because it's more of a psychic thing. And it's uh, almost kind of a, um, ah, I don't know if it qualifies for conspiracy theory but it's, it's kind of close and like i said this story has been brewing for a little while and it finally uh, hit a bit of boiling point i guess you could say last week so a few weeks ago you might remember i mean i know a lot's happened believe me i know a lot's happened uh people were writing about the book the eyes of darkness written by dean Koontz back in 1981 seems like ancient history uh, in this fictional thriller, uh, Kuntz wrote about a virus named Wuhan 400, which was created as a weapon in a laboratory. And of course, this, is, uh, this was a coincidence, but some have given fuel to uh, the, the potential that this uh, was a prediction on the part of Kuntz that uh, a virus would come out of the Wuhan area of China. But of course, there's no date, there's no time. I mean, it, it's a pretty big area. There's a lot of people there, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. But it was also fuel for some conspiracy theorists that the virus was released by China for one reason or another on purpose. I don't see the reason for that. and I mean, to kill your own people, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Uh, conspiracy theories aside, we're not going to go down that corridor right now, but uh, another book is now getting a lot of attention, especially the last week and a half. Sylvia Brown. Gosh, a name I thought I would never mention again here on the show. But uh, here she is. Uh, a self-proclaimed psychic medium and author who made numerous television appearances has suddenly been brought back into the spotlight. And it, in case you don't know who Sylvia Brown is, well, she she died back in 2013. Um, but her 20, 20, 2008, is that how you say that now? Do we retroactively say 2008? I've heard somebody say that before, and that's why I said it. But 2008 book, End of Days, Predictions and Prophecies about the End of the World. Well, it's suddenly become a, a popular a book. I don't know where it ranks right now, but uh, a lot of people are snatching this thing up off of uh, – the, the Zon, the Amazon. And, uh, yeah, there's a prediction in this that she made about the coronavirus. Or did she? Uh, many people were talking about this prediction online a couple of weeks ago. And it was slowly gaining momentum. Well, that was until Kim Kardashian, West, I guess you've got to say West now, uh, decided to share it with a uh, heavy sense that she believed in it. that She thought it was true, especially... Since it came from the, you know, completely reliable source of her sister, Courtney. My gosh, what has this show turned into? We're talking about the Kardashians. Uh, of course, her loyal followers have also followed this belief that Sylvia Brown did, in fact, predict the future. But of course, yes, as pointed out, not a big fan of psychics. I mean, I, I don't hate psychics. I just don't trust them. Farther than I can throw. And I can't really throw very far. Unless it's a baseball. Uh, People, that is. Can't throw very far. Um, It's hard to trust people. Like that. But anyway. I'll talk more about her. But Brown wrote in her book. uh, Quote. In around 2020. A severe pneumonia-like illness. Will spread throughout the globe. Attacking the lungs. And the bronchial tubes. And resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived. Attack again ten years later, and then disappear completely. Unquote. So, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, she got the date right. 2020. She nailed it. A virus travelling around the world. She nailed it. She predicted this. She said It will come true, and it did. 100%. Wow, this spooky stuff. I mean, she she knew what she was doing. That's what a lot of people think. But uh, yeah, she got the date. She said 2020, but the passage says in around 2020. So, I mean, the year we're in... Uh, a lot of people feel that it's the beginning of the the decade. Well, a decade is just ten years, anyway. It doesn't—it's a measurement of time. It doesn't matter what year you could say, uh, 2023 to tw- uh, twenty uh, twenty-three to twenty twenty-three to twenty thirty-three is a decade too. I mean, it is—it's a period of ten years. But uh, to me, the decade doesn't start till next year. That's just—that's just me. Cause you don't have a year zero. There's no year zero. Start a year one. Anyway. Um, but 2020. I mean, it's a nice round date. Two zero two zero. It's it just sticks out. Uh, but she says in around, so it can mean a, a wide range of years. Uh, Benjamin Radford, who wrote about this in his blog for the Center for Inquiry, uh, he says, "quote Most people would probably agree that 2017, 2018, 2019, 2021." 2022, and 2023 are around 2020. So using this range, we see that Brown's spread is over seven or more years, well over a half a decade, unquote. Uh, Sylvia then predicts a, quote, severe pneumonia-like illness, unquote. Uh, COVID-19 is not a pneumonia-like illness, although it could lead to pneumonia, if, uh, if it's severe enough, it, it leads to it – it's not the primary thing that it does, um, but it is a – it's a, more of a respiratory infection, severe respiratory infection. Uh, Brown then states, quote, it will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes, unquote. Uh, again, Benjamin Radford points out, quote, COVID-19 has now indeed spread throughout the globe. Though the phrase attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes isn't a prediction, but merely reinstates pneumonia-like illness. Uh, Brown then states that it will resist all known treatments. Well, this is absolutely not true. Uh, Although there currently is not a vaccination, so we don't have any way to prevent it from occurring in the human body as of yet, although it's, it's already pushing into human trials From what I hear, from what I've read, so it's moving quickly. Uh, Obviously, vaccination doesn't exist for a new virus, a new uh, illness like this. So, Uh, but it's it's not true that the infection is is not is resistant to treatments of any kind to the symptoms. I mean, people are getting treated all over the globe, and this is you know a lot of people are saying, well, this is just a flu. A lot of people aren't getting sick. Well, that's true, but a lot of people are also dying. A lot of people are also having uh, permanent lung damage, or lung, at least lung damage that's lasted a few months that's not really going away. So a lot of people are in severe pain. A lot of people are dealing with some heavy respiratory issues. Uh, so, yeah, it can, it can do a lot of harm. And uh, Italy, I believe, is, is almost at an 8% mortality rate. That's pretty high for – that's it's pretty high. For anything, really. Um, the flu is only 0.1. 0.1% fatality rate. That's pretty low. So for the millions of people that do get the flu, the hundreds of thousands that, that die from it, it's really pretty a low percentage of people versus COVID-19. And, and again, what people don't really realize or think about is that this is new. And this is running without a way to prevent it from from running anew. And if we would have been able to stop it Instead of now trying to mitigate it, we could have eradicated this before it became anything big. Um, so it's uh, it's too late for that. The horse is out of the gate. It's now it's just mitigation time, it's trying to cut down on it. But we're gonna be dealing with this for years. Uh, you know, we talk about the flu. Well, we got did you get your flu shot? Did you get your flu shot? Well, now we're gonna be getting a flu shot and a COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 shot, whatever they decide to call it. We need some better publicity for that. I think we need to call it something different. But anyway. Um, anyway, uh, so then she says the illness will suddenly vanish, then attack 10 years later. Well, the hope here is that COVID-19 will disappear as quickly as it arrived. So kind of hope she's right, because that's pretty much what happens. It's fairly normal with outbreaks of of any type of disease. Uh, You have a a few people affected, uh, infected, I should say, and then it grows, and then you have a lot of people, and then it starts to go away. And it's under control, then it just disappears. And and that's eventually what we'll see here, hopefully, with COVID-19. It's going to uh, eventually peak out and and dwindle we've seen this with china Uh, we're starting to see it with some other countries and uh, other countries are kind of holding it at bay they've only had a handful so that's great but overall in general you do see uh, a spike you'll see a a bell curve and then it kind of it'll dissipate and go away so hopefully it will dissipate as quickly as it arrived that's that's the science behind it it's basic virology and yeah really simple science it's just how things go uh, as far as coming back in 10 years, well, we'll have to wait on that one. But uh, due to the fact that COVID-19 spread, is, it's pretty certain that we're going to be dealing with this for many years to come. Uh, unless we get a very solid um, – oh, obviously, we're going to be getting a shot for this. If there is a vaccination – it's really messed up, too. People, it's just really weird how this is – it's different in a lot of places. It's affecting people very vastly different. Uh, kids, children, adults, elderly. It's it's just really, you know, you'd expect old people to get just ravaged by this thing. But there's a lot of old people that have come out of this fine. And there's a lot of young people that are in some heavy-duty pain. And uh, a lot of people that are, they get it, they don't even know it. They don't even show any signs or symptoms. It's just a really, really weird bug and uh, yeah, I don't know uh, but yeah we will have to wait on that part of the prediction about 10 years uh, hopefully it doesn't uh, Sylvia Brown in case you don't know much about her uh, she's got a long track record of, of wrong claims throughout the years uh, she was even convicted of fraud grand theft and larceny back in 1992 so she serves some time she's a convict Fraud, grand larceny, grand theft, or larceny and grand theft. So yeah, not not easy things. To, uh, in my opinion, to uh, be a celebrity and tell people predictions on things. She did make numerous predictions of missing children. That was her big thing there in the '90s. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these just went horribly wrong. And one of the one of the big ones that's. Uh, it's kind of circulating with some of the stories about, uh, about uh, Sylvia Brown was the Amanda Berry case. A very heartbreaking Amanda Berry case in 2004 uh, where Sylvia Brown told Berry's mother uh, that she was, her daughter was no longer alive. She was dead. And Berry's mother died two years later with the thought that her daughter had died. But her daughter was found alive seven years later. Ouch. Um, Brown even predicted she would die eleven years after when she really passed away. She couldn't even get that right. And for the paranormal people, paranormal peeps, paranormal fans, if you're a fan of coast to coast, well she even got caught on a lie, I remember this one uh, during an episode of Coast to Coast with George Nori, where she changed her prediction of the uh, it was back with the sago mine. Collapse West Virginia 2006 during the show. uh, Nori got some information, proved to be wrong during the show. And she uh, predicted initially that everyone was okay. And then she said that they're not. Or maybe one person is. So, yeah, predictions like this with psychics, they rely heavily on vagueness. Just enough information to make you think that maybe they're right. Uh, and the information as well as people retrofitting. So this is something that's happening now. Happens a lot with Nostradamus. People will retrofit information. Uh, so it's happening now and they predicted a, a vague thing that's very similar to it. So that it's got to mean this. It has to mean this right now. So we retrofit that information to fulfill the prediction. Uh, even if a lot of things are wrong with it. And it's just really our perspective on. What was written or what was thought of. But, but it's not like I hate psychics. What about Houdini? Did Houdini make predictions? I don't remember. I know he's failed to appear uh, every Halloween since uh, his death. He says he's coming back. This is his greatest trick. He's coming back from the dead. We've not heard from him. Unless you have like ITC device and kind of make things up. But uh, Houdini was a cool cat. But uh, I don't remember him making predictions on things. So if he did, I don't remember. But, oh, boy. So hopefully we can get this. Uh, we, hopefully we have better news next week about what's going on in the, in the country, what's going on with COVID-19 here in 2020. And hopefully we have, uh, you have better news and hopefully uh, everyone around you uh, is healthy and safe. And uh, just, be, just be safe out there. And, uh, take care of each other. Take care of, of your your parents, your grandparents, your elders, your neighbor, if they need toilet paper. Uh, come on. You got, like, 20 rolls. Give them one. Yeah, Houdini did it. Yeah, he was a, uh, uh, he was, uh, kind of a sort of a believer. But then he just, like, flipped the table and said, no, this is not happening. Stuff is garbage. And, uh, he was, uh. Pretty much person who exposed things. He did. Uh, so yeah, I do trust him in that regard. But yeah, it's, um, it's a scary world we're living in right now. And it's sad that we've said this before. You know, with school shootings and we had the, the clown pandemic a few years ago. Now this craziness, that stuff. I, I think it's because we can't see it. It's, this is a monster that we can't see. So I think that's really scaring a lot of people. To not know what this this monster even looks like. That's wreaking havoc, closing schools, shutting down sports. Can't go watch a movie. Can't even sit down at a restaurant here in, in Ohio. It's it's scary stuff. People are are buying toilet paper by the cartload. Water, bottled water. I'm not still not sure why. Those two things, but uh you know, don't panic shop. There's there's Stuff is being replenished. There's not a toilet paper shortage. Um, Companies are actually said they weren't going to ramp up production but now a lot of the big chains uh, big companies are ramping up production just because uh, even though they know full well that a month from now um, people are going to be not buying toilet paper for quite a while because they have enough for the next couple of months. But anyway, yes stay safe out there. Take care of each other, uh, and wash your hands. Yes, you. Handling that dirty phone, gross. Wash your hands. Wash your phone. We don't think about that. We take it to the, take it to the bathroom. We wash our hands. Do we wash our phone? Put your phone under the sink and wash it, and then put it in the microwave for thirty seconds. It'll 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 dry it up. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't follow that that advice. Uh, but definitely clean your phone. Wash your hands, and don't handshake with anybody. Uh, that's my advice. I, I don't work for the CDC, but uh, trust me, I, I can I can take care of you guys. But uh, in the meantime, who knows what's going to happen between now and next week. But I hope to see you next week. But for now, keep your eyes in the skies, your ears in the woods, the hair standing on the back of your neck. And always keep your mind slightly ajar. And above all else, don't stop believing. For the Paranormal News Insider... This is Dr. Brian D. Parsons reporting.